It's NFL Week 4, and that will not be the storyline coming into Sunday. No, no. Um, The storyline coming into Sunday will be the union of the NFL, NFL Players Association, and the NFL have now agreed protocols need to change after Tua was down on the field Thursday night in Cincinnati holding up his fingers. I don't know how a guy who got tackled to the turf at about the three-yard line in Miami, the quarterback for the Dolphins, how he was able to return even during last game against the Bills. Furthermore, we are getting answers as to why he was even allowed to come on the field this week and play. You know, the doctor that acknowledged um, that, you know, and, and evaluated him, saying, so go back, he's been fired. He's been fired. But here are the mistakes that they found. Several of them made the diagnosis of Tua based on last Sunday alone. The guy was stretchered off. Tua was tested and monitored all week leading up to the Thursday night game and cleared every test. Uh, what? So he's cleared every test, but yet when he gets sacked, he's on the ground holding his fingers to his face to figure out if he could count how many fingers are on his hand. The union and the NFL are going to do this. Now, I mean, concussion protocol has been strict, but apparently not strict enough if this guy can go back on the field after the, 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 the incident, which... I didn't even finish up what happened to Tua. After he was brought down hard to the ground at about the three, you could see him walking back to the line of scrimmage and falling again. Clearly a neurological issue. And so, these independent doctors are clearing players. The NFL needs to do something about it. The NFL needs to... And and here's what their solution is, by the way. There's a bigger story to this that I want to get to. They say they're going to do... Uh, more changes. They're going to use every legal option into Tugos, Tugovolia's uh, clearance. It's just either say Tua. But as we're dealing with this, I mean, he's released from the hospital, thank God. But as the NFL PA fires the neurotrauma consultant who cleared Tua, oh man, there's got to be more to be done. But I want to go to the high school level. Because my friend Eddie Granato, you've heard him on the show before, sent me a bunch of articles. You might have heard of this already. You might have heard of Xavier McLean, 
who was a New Jersey high school football player, football player, died, who died weeks after uh, the 16-year-old suffered a serious injury during a game on September 9th. This is from Linden against Woodbridge High School. Norm McLean, his father, said, I lost my boy. And you could be like, well, how are you speed reading all this? Well, there's a few stories to get to. But in a in a play, one play during this injury, a traumatic brain injury, I remind you. In a time when the society is saying, go away from football, don't play, have your kids not enroll in it. These incidents are popping up. And two is very young, by the way, but, but not high school young. I mean, these kids are high schoolers playing the game. Sometimes they are out stretched during practice in August heat. Beyond the brain injuries, some of these coaches can't manage them the proper way. But Xavier McLean's one. Then I want to go to you to home death. So traumatic brain injury there. In, traumatic brain injury killing Xavier McLean. Then I want to take you to Homedale. Yet another high school football player. This time a quarterback. Students at St. John's Viani are praying for a football player to recover after he was medevaced from the field following a collision Friday night. His name's Aaron Van Teresse, and he had no feeling in his lower body when rushed to Robert Wood Johnson Hospital. His schoolmates, his family, his friends are all pulling for a miracle for him to pull through. Um, uh, all through. And then, and then, and so we pray. I'm going to link all these stories. We pray for the McLean family at the Linden School District, the Woodbridge School. Imagine being the the um, traumatic uh, school district as the opponent in this case, Woodbridge. But I want to tell you, this is impacting nationally as well. An entire high school season has been canceled in Okemos, Michigan. Okemos High School said the decision was made because the number of players available and health concerns uh, led to them playing with sophomores and freshmen who are not yet ready. Because, see, the upperclassmen are injured. So the, this high school made the wise decision to cancel the season because sophomores and freshmen are not ready yet to compete at the varsity level. So the school decided to forfeit its final four games of the season. This is September 28th. In Lincoln, Nebraska, 
Lincoln Northwest High School also made the same decision. Because of the high number of injuries the varsity football team has experienced. And the school's athletic and activities director said 20% of the team is out for various illnesses and injuries. All of this to lead me to ask. Could this be the unraveling of Friday Night Lights? Could this be a shift to really focusing on the kids? Remember, they've got to deal with testing. They've got to deal with, I mean, rigorous testing. Every grade testing. They've got to deal with assignments due. They've got to deal with pressures of being the athlete as well. The practices in the heat. And... I know we're all looking for solutions to make this better, but if the brain is heavily impacted, every hit possible from story after story by former NFLers, look at Harry Carson. Look at Harry Carson. CTE is a real deal. And the problem is fans will continue to buy tickets. I might too to watch these games. But let's say the NFL can't get their act together. Let's say the NFL, and I blame this on the players' union, actually. Let's say the NFLPA can't get the right specialist in there to deal with this. Then what does what, what's that lead us? We always say safety first, but clearly, clearly, to get paid, you don't care about safety. Or the NFLPA would not have cleared Tua. I mean, yes, they're firing the neuro trauma, but but why even let it get to that point of him collapsing a second time? I would say, for this year alone, in the high school region, any district that's dealing with these injuries get paused immediately. Investigations into Ways even the school would handle these tragedies maybe need to happen. You can't um, predict it. You can't plan it either. But protocols and something has to give. And until then, especially in high school, especially in high school, I would go the route of Okemo, Michigan, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Those school districts are making the right move, canceling. Until they get it right and healthy. But mainly until they get it right. So I hope there are heavy fines coming down. Not only in FLPA, maybe the Miami Dolphins as well are responsible for this. The legal ramifications could be detrimental. Because we all watched it unfold. And that's just as bad as the NFL's Miami Dolphins and the NFLPA letting it unfold. Watching it and letting it are just as bad. And if I'm Woodbridge, if I'm Linden, if I'm Woodbridge, if I'm any high school district that's involved with a traumatic injury. I call it quits right there and say, you know what? In respect to the other team, we will not play. 
And if you're seeing one of your kids get the injury, uh, at the rate we're going, more kids are going to get it. And do we want high school athletes stricken with these long-term brain injuries? No. So, I think as much as you prevent it, maybe get more padding. Maybe pad the helmets even more. That should be an answer. But until they get it right, I think a cancellation needs to happen in districts where serious injuries have occurred. What say you? Alex at alexgnyc.com. Alex at alexgnyc.com. I feel like we're just scratching the surface because there's a lot of legalities to this. I'm sure there's rules. I mean, I could look it up right now. Helmet regulation in high school football in New Jersey alone. There are already, I mean, this is crazy. There are already shortages of helmets and pads to begin with to enter the season. I'm going to bring on, I'm going to bring on someone from the Corey Stringer Institute on the New Jersey High School Sports Safety Policies. That's my next goal. And they'll have a better take on this, possibly, from UConn. But, but, for now. For now. And they have a whole plan to deal with here. From the Corey Sugar Institute, I'm going to talk to them about this. But for now, any district that can't get it right for their athletes, especially high school athletes, call it quits for a minute. You don't need, I know you're getting paid, but you don't need that money that bad to risk a kid's life again, do you? That's that's not the NFL or the high school football or the game of football that I think Sam Spence wrote his music for. Just a hunch. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon. It's week four. Yay, I guess. But things have to be changed. And right now. In both New Jersey and in the NFL.